you desire a generation of true Christians? Do your heart hunger for the Word of God and rise in the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you eager to join the Revival Army of God for Kingdom Advancement? Welcome to Agents of Change Podcast, where we work as one and together advance the Kingdom. We are channels only with God's power flowing through us every day and every hour. Listen and be blessed. The size of light is irrelevant. Whether it is small, but darkness recognizes light. So whether your light looks as if it is small, whatever, darkness recognizes it. John 17, 15 to 18. John 17, 15 to 18. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. You know, we wish that God would take us out of the world. We wish that we would not have anything to do with the world. For some of us, if God, if God will permit us to just spend all our life in church so that we will make heaven, we will be so glad. But he said, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. 16. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. 18. As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And so, Christ was saying that just the way God sent him as light to the world to engage darkness. And he came, he took down darkness. He made an open show of the devil. And the same way he told me and you, he said, go and engage them. That was what, that's what he's telling us. Go and engage the darkness. 1 John 3.8 1 John 3.8 He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, for this singular purpose, the Son of God was manifested to engage, to destroy the works of darkness. And that is what God is telling us as agents of change. It is time to arise and engage and destroy the works of darkness wherever they are found in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that we will heed this call to arise and engage the darkness wherever it is around us in the name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. From verse 11.
Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God. And I also trust are well known in your consciences. For we do not commend ourselves again to you, but give you opportunity to boast on our behalf, that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ compels us. Because we judged us that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all. That those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. 16. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yet now we know him does no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 18. Now, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through, Christ, through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. 20, which is where we stop. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. As agents of change, God is telling us from this conference that I have given you a ministry of reconciliation. I am sending you to engage your world. Seek to reconcile men back to myself. That is the mandate that God is giving to you from this 2018 conference. If you profess that you love him, if you profess that you love him, God is asking you from this conference, go with this ministry of reconciliation and reconcile men back to me. Engage them. That is where it begins. If you don't engage them, you cannot reconcile them to him. You cannot reconcile anyone to him that you are not willing to engage. For some of us, we have labeled some people no-go areas. That this one, no need. I will not go near this one. Either for fear or for whatever reason. What you have done is that you have closed the door of bringing that one into this kingdom. Anyone that you are not willing to engage, you have already given up on that person. Are there people, are there groups that we have already closed the door on? That we said this one. We will not engage them. If you are not willing to engage them, you have already left them to their fate. And what we have done, you have given the kingdom of darkness the opportunity to carry them in their droves, in their loads to hell. I pray that God will give us the grace from this conference to engage the darkness wherever it is found around us with the love of Christ. Because when we say engage, there are several ways to engage. You can engage them with swords and spears. 
you can engage them with knives and guns. But what we are saying from this conference, we are not saying go and engage anybody with knives. We say engage them with the love of Christ. But you need to engage them. If there's any word that should be ringing in your ears all through 2018 and beyond, it should be the word engage. Engage. If you find yourself in a place, let that word be in your ears. Engage. Engage. In warfare, they wait for that command eagerly because they are trained all their life to fight. And so when the moment comes to fight, they are excited. Those who are men of war, I'm talking about real men of war, they are excited about the prospect of war. They don't run away from war. Somebody was talking to me about a situation where they were having a meeting and the spirit of God moved. They went to a crusade in my village. And he said that at some point, there were people who needed deliverance. And they were asking some people to come forward who were supposed to be anointed men with titles. And they were afraid to come and lay hands because they were afraid that if they lay hands, the spirit may jump from the person into them. How can you be of use to this kingdom when you are afraid to engage the kingdom of darkness? They say, come and lay hands. And they say, no, we cannot lay hands so that the darkness will not jump and land on them. And they left a crusade to just one minister of the gospel who was the one who God was using in that meeting. I'm talking of a meeting where there was a crowd. And you see soldiers who are the sound of battle. They were looking for where to run into. Enough of soldiers that can talk about battle. They can talk about the 20 laws of warfare. But when the battle arises, they look for where to run to. You start looking for them on the battlefield, you cannot see them. That is not the kind of soldiers... Those are not the kind of soldiers that God is raising amongst the agents of change. With all due respect to everything that God has done on the face of the earth, what God is doing with the agents of change is quite unique. And I pray that God will grant you the grace to see what God is doing in this place. So when God is asking us to engage the nations, I'm not talking that you should go and engage your states. That is where it begins. But God is asking us to engage the nations. There are people from this conference. If we look at you, look for you 10 years from now, where you will be will be far from this place. And the reason you will be there is because heaven has projected you from here to that place. It was John Wesley that said something. I want to quote John Wesley. How many of us know John Wesley? That founded the Methodist, the Methodist church. I want to read a quote from John Wesley. He says, and I'm quoting him, I have thought, I have thought I am creature of a day, passing through life as an arrow through the air. I am a spirit come from God and returning from God. The quote continues, but I stopped here. John Wesley looked at himself as an arrow that was shot by God passing through the air. And when I was meditating on this thing, some interesting points began to come to my heart. Because the thing about an arrow, it does not determine its destination. I have never seen or read about any arrow that decides its destination. That an archer, from his quiver, 
pulls an arrow and the arrow begins to negotiate with the archer or with the soldier on the field of battle which direction he wants to go some of us enough of arguing with our creator where we want to serve where we want to be located we go to the map how many of us have watched the movie coming to america by eddie murphy can you remember how he decided where he was going to go to in america they took a map him and his uh, servant they talk at him the one that was pretending to be the prince and they took a map they were looking at the map of america to decide where to go to where did they go to who can remember they went to where they saw the name on the map called queens and they said since we are looking for a wife in america queens should be the place to go there are some of us that's how we locate ourselves you just take some paper and you read the economic trends you read financial times which country will be the greatest country in the next 10 years and you say i'm porting to that country and some of you even though you are here your heart is no longer here i visited a young man in kaduna i entered his room the clock in his room the time was looking odd i said what's wrong with your clock he said it's australian time <laughs> i said why he said because as you see me i've gone to australia <laughs> he was so consumed by that drive that even the clock in his room was already australian time and god forgive that young man if god has no plan for him in australia there are some people who have placed themselves where heaven has no plan for them no arrow determines his destination no arrow determines his own destination it is the one that launches the arrow that decides where he wants the arrow to be there are some of you agents of change you are hearing my voice here in 10 years from now where you will be if they ask you today you will not believe you will be there you will find yourself in far parts of the world and the reason you'll be there is because there's something you'll be carrying to that place an arrow is as useful and as potent as what is carrying when you see an arrow do not underestimate an arrow don't look at an arrow in the air and say is it not just an arrow when i was growing up in my father's house he had a bow and arrow and as a child i used to carry the arrows and i play with them and i look at them and there's something he used to tell us don't touch the tip of that arrow because it is carrying poison sir when an arrow comes to you god helps you if you don't know the message the arrow is carrying there are some arrows that when they hit you you may be thinking of the pain of the penetration of the arrow but you should be worrying more about what is on the tip of that arrow there are some of us here what god will put in you and when he launches you into the nations where he's launching you they will not know what has hit them i noticed the arrows in my father's house then the tip was made of metal it was carrying the something very sharp made of iron that is at the tip of the arrow it was poisoned so he was always warning us don't touch the tip of this arrow and then i noticed the way they made that iron part it has some spikes that spike backwards and so when the arrow penetrates it is one thing pulling it out is another problem it was designed not to be easily pulled out when an arrow comes be wary of what it is carrying there are some of us there are things god has been loading you with you would have been wondering father use me father why are you not giving me matching orders what is happening it's as if god is just building you and preparing you is for a reason because he's loading you with what he wants you to carry so when you enter into the midst of darkness darkness will not be able to overwhelm you you may come looking small 
but they'll be surprised what you are carrying. You will come to them looking as if you came in a small package. They will not see it coming. And that shall be your experience in the name of Jesus. So we have said that arrows do not negotiate their destination. Two second point that we've looked at is that an arrow is as powerful as a message it is carrying. An arrow is as powerful as a message it is carrying. Do you know there are some arrows in warfare? When they come at you, they are carrying... Visit our website on www.worldagents.com.